Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Velocity Cast. This week, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the connection between our thoughts and our reality and some interesting studies and interesting events that have proven we may have more control over our lives from a mental standpoint than we think we do, meaning if we you know, direct our thoughts and our mind in a certain direction, that can vastly influence our outcomes in certain circumstances. And you know, I'm sure you've heard this before, that your mindset uh, affects your reality and that your thoughts affect your, you know, can affect your physical reality. And it's one thing to hear these things, but when you see certain studies that have been done and when you start to pay attention to certain uh, happenings and certain data, it becomes very interesting, the correlation between the two. And the first and simplest thing that I think is important to talk about is the concept of positivity to start each day, right? We all have those days where maybe you get out of bed on the wrong side or, you know, something happens as soon as you wake up, you know, maybe you have an urgent email or text that comes through that kind of puts you in that fight or flight response. But the way that we start our day and the mental state that we begin our day in can have a drastic effect on our early encounters or on the initial parts of our day. So if you can do everything in your power to kind of start from a positive headspace uh, and a productive headspace, you know, focus on being in a good mood, convince yourself that it's going to be a good day, tell yourself that, you know, you're moving in the right direction and things are happening the way that they need to happen. This very simple, you know, mantra, if you want to call it that, to start each morning, I do believe can have a massive positive downstream effect on how your day goes then and how your subsequent days will go. and. There's a number of reasons for this, but I'd really would rather talk about kind of data and evidence to support this versus just, you know, saying that it, it's the case. Uh, the first thing that supports this that uh, I think is really powerful and impactful is John C. Maxwell, who's the famous, you know, leadership and business coach, uh, has a passage essentially that says, You are the lens through which you view the world, right? So, if we believe that everybody around us is lazy and worthless and bad people and yada, 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 if we have that negative perception of everybody around us, then that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We see what we focus on. And so his argument is, if you believe people to be inferior or you believe people to be uh, problematic or confrontational or whatever negative connotation that you want to put on them, then you are going to recognize and see those characteristics in the people you encounter. On the flip side, if you think that people are good or you think that the place you are is a good place to live, if you think that your workplace is supportive, if you feel uh, excited to you know, start your day and go about your activities each day, then that is the lens through which you'll view the world. And you'll start to reinforce those feelings because you'll continue to see more of those things. Right? So we see what we focus on. And part of this is because of this concept of priming, which is incredibly interesting. And there's a famous study or now famous study that was done uh, through Yale, the psychiatric uh, division at Yale University. And essentially what they did was they wanted to see if uh, temperature could affect our mood. And so they did a study where the you know, person administering the study would give 
the test subjects either a hot or a cold beverage. So just a drink, hand them a drink. Um, some people, I think they did it with coffee, right? Some people get a hot coffee. Some people get a cold coffee or an iced coffee. And then they are introduced to individuals and they have to then give an assessment of those individuals at the end of the study. And what they found was by and large, the number one statistic that could be correlated with the people's perception of the individual they were introduced to was the temperature of the beverage that they were given. Meaning those who were given a hot beverage before meeting these individuals in the study, by and large, had more positive things to say about these individuals. They said that they had warm personalities, they were inviting, they were friendly, they were welcoming, you know, all the things. On the flip side, those who were given the iced beverage, the cold drink, that clouded their judgment of the individuals that they met. They said they were cold, they said they were closed off, they said they were unfriendly. And so regardless of the individual in the study, regardless of their, you know, outlook on life or general disposition or whatever, the most prominent factor that affected how they perceived the individual they met in the study was the temperature of the drink that they were given beforehand. Meaning just that drink, the temperature of the drink that they were given primed their entire mental outlook on the situation that followed afterwards. And this has led people down a number of rabbit holes and interesting other studies where if our reality can be influenced to that degree by something relatively small and meaningless in the grand scheme of things, how much of our perception is our own conscious thought and how much of it is our subconscious being influenced by our environment? And this is why environment is so incredibly important, meaning if you are constantly surrounded by supportive people, uh, ambitious people, people who challenge you, people who support you when you do exciting and interesting things, then that is going to reinforce those behaviors moving forward. And it becomes this kind of virtuous cycle of positivity, right? Your environment is reinforcing the positive behaviors. And because you're in this supportive environment and you have this supportive network, that in turn becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, unfortunately, the flip side is also true. And this is a reality that we see far too often where let's say somebody grows up in a challenging situation, right? I grew up without my father in the home and that was challenging for a number of reasons. And now, you know, my, my mother made up for it by being a rock star parent. But there are a lot of situations where somebody doesn't have a, po a positive role model or an influential figure in their life that they can follow. And, you know, maybe they grew up in a challenging home situation and they also don't have the support of friends or their local community. Again, I was very fortunate to have the support of a ton of really good friends. I had my grandparents in the picture. I had a family who loved me. And all of these things influenced my life in a positive way. But if I wasn't in that environment of constant reinforcement, if people didn't convince me that I was capable of doing incredible things, if people didn't, uh, you know, tell me that my dreams were doable and, you know, if instead they said, oh, they laughed at me when I told them what I wanted to do, when they, if they convinced me to think small, if they, you know, discouraged me, which happens so often, then my trajectory in life would have been very different. So if you find yourself in environments where 
you're being belittled or people are laughing at your goals or people are telling you to play it safe or they're trying to convince you that the things that you want to accomplish are unreasonable, then what you need to do is try to put yourself in a different environment. And we've talked about this in you know previous episodes and discussed the importance of environment and how to seek out better environments. But the reality is you have to put yourself in better rooms. The people you surround yourself with will reinforce the behaviors of that group. So if the people you spend the most time with are ambitious and have big goals and believe in themselves and support each other, then that's the behavior that you're going to model. And you're in turn going to have big goals. You're going to continue to be ambitious. You're going to continue to accomplish things because that's rewarded in those groups. You know, you have to do everything you can to avoid having your reality influenced by negativity and especially negative emotions and, uh, you know, belittling and discouragement coming from the people we spend the most time with. So who you choose to spend time with in your life is a tremendously important decision and one that should not be made lightly. So another extension of this is Dr. Ellen Langer, who is a uh, professor at Harvard University. She was just recently on the Rich Roll podcast. And this very quickly became uh, probably one of the best podcast episodes I've ever listened to from any host. And it, it, I have a running list of some of my favorite things of all time. And this made that list. And I will link it in the show notes for this episode so you also can, can check it out. But some of the studies that she has done are incredibly interesting. And all of them kind of center around this uh, idea of consciousness and mindfulness, meaning if we pay attention to our thoughts, if we're conscious about our thoughts, then those thoughts can influence our reality. And in, in a similar way to the temperature of the drink influencing how people perceived others in the study uh, from Yale, she has done a number of similar studies. And one of the things she's actually looking at now and doing more research on is essentially the correlation between our daily mindset and the progression of cancer treatment. And so she's actually taking data and aggregating data from cancer patients, people who are receiving treatment for their condition, and trying to correlate or find a correlation between their outlook, whether it's positive or negative, and the course of that treatment. And essentially, she's trying to prove that if you can stay positive in the face of adversity or in the face of, in this case, obviously a terrible disease, that that can actually help positively influence your recovery and your future trajectory. And one of the interesting things that uh, she did was a cold study where they took people who were otherwise healthy and had not been exposed to germs and they kind of controlled for this. So they put them in a, a relatively clean and sterile environment. And the control group was just put in a normal room, a sterile environment, nothing out of the ordinary, just, you know, like a, a standard room, whatever, and then released. The test group was put in the same environment, but the only difference was they put various cold remedies in the room with them. So cold medicines, tissues, you know, that type of thing, things that you would need if you were sick. Now, these were all sterile, clean things. It was a sterile and clean environment. so. Nobody in the test was exposed to any more germs than anybody else in the test. And what they found by and large was that the individuals who were in the room, in the test group, in the room with the cold treatment supplies came down with a cold shortly thereafter. 
So by priming the brain to expect being sick based on the things that were in the room, they in turn actually did get sick. Now, there are a number of reasons that this could have happened. And Dr. Langer's hypothesis is that for both test groups, the most recent cold that they had may have still been dormant in their system. And for the test group where they were exposed to the, you know, things to prime their subconscious that they may be sick, that that, for whatever reason, caused that dormant uh, cold to kind of resurface. Uh, but other than that, they had no really easy, ra- uh, easy way, rather, to explain this phenomenon. And if you're interested, I highly encourage you to, to check out her work, to listen to that podcast, because there are a number of fascinating examples in it. Um, and there's one other really interesting example she had of essentially kind of willing into existence this trip where it was very specific uh, type of trip, a very specific vacation to a place that she had never been. And there were some really interesting conditions surrounding this. And then by thinking about it and kind of willing it into existence, she got a call essentially the next day, you know, that matched exactly the parameters that she had been discussing beforehand. And so, you know, there, in a lot of these instances, there's no logical explanation for it. The data shows one thing, but it's hard to prove either way what's going on. But by and large, you know, in summary, the whole point behind all of this is our mental state and our mindset and the things that we think about can and do influence our physical reality. And this has been proven in a number of instances Our subconscious mind is incredibly powerful and we oftentimes don't realize what's happening there, uh, you know, which by its nature, it is subconscious. So we are not thinking about it, but it has the ability to influence our life positively or negatively. And so I highly encourage you to try to start your days with positivity, to try to stay positive in the face of challenge and hardship, to try to put yourself in supportive environments and put yourself in Uh, uplifting communities of people who support you. And if you can do that, if you can stay positive, if you can truly believe that the things you want to achieve are achievable and that it's just a matter of time until you get there, that mindset will affect your actual reality and your daily life. It's been shown in a number of instances to happen. I promise you, if you can wrap your mind around it and stay more positive, beautiful things will happen to you. And my goal for you this week is to consciously think about how you start your day, to consciously think about the stories you tell yourself, to consciously think about the language that you use with yourself and try to shift that to a more positive place and see if that has a direct impact on your quality of life. So until next time, have a wonderful weekend.